0: It tells of the journey of a man coming home from war, the beasts that threaten him, the women who tempt him, the gods who curse him, the suitors who plague his house, the friends he meets along the way. I have never seen anyone more moved by the Odyssey than my friend Mike, who served with me in Iraq. When Mike came home to a life without purpose and without direction, one of his friends committed suicide. Mike picked up Homer, and he discovered... That as long as there has been war, warriors have found the journey home, the journey back to normal, is trying as battle itself. People have walked this path for thousands of years. They've earned wisdom, and it's waiting for you. 3. At the same time, we have to be clear about what you can and can't expect from a guy like Homer. Homer wrote the Odyssey about Odysseus' struggle. There's a lot you can learn from it, but you aren't a Greek soldier coming home from Troy on a wooden warship. Homer can offer you insight, perspective, reflection, but you are going to have to live your answer to your own life. You know how at the end of a book or a magazine article about training, the author sometimes lays out a sample training plan that tells you how many miles to run each day or what kinds of exercises to perform? Well, there's no training program at the end of the Odyssey and there'll be no training program here. Sometimes I'll suggest and even insist on specific exercises that we might do. But since I've been home, I've learned from working with hundreds of veterans that no one can build your resilience for you. I can point you in a certain direction, maybe draw you a map and give you some ideas. But I can't carry you where you need to go. For this to work, you're going to have to take what you learn and build your own program for your own life no one can do that for you. When Aristotle gave his great talks on the nature of the good life, which were collected as the Nicomachean ethics, he began by making one thing clear. There is no simple equation for the good life. The discussion can only be as precise as the subject matter allows. Aristotle's students were asking for rules, formulas, guarantees. He told them there was no such thing. We shall be satisfied to indicate the truth roughly and an outline, since our subject and our premises are things that hold good usually. The educated person seeks exactness in each area to the extent that the nature of the subject allows. Math is a subject that allows for precision. If I ask you what's 7 times 7, you know the exact answer, 49. But what if I ask you, how do you deal with fear? Life, and the subject of resilience, rarely allows for perfect precision. Real life is messy. Attacking your fear can lead to courage, but there is no equation for courage, no recipe for courage. It gets mixed up with anger and anxiety, with love and panic. This isn't an excuse for sloppy thinking. The virtues have been the subject of rigorous, disciplined thought from before Aristotle to today. But when the question is, how do we live a resilient life? we also have to be ready to accept ambiguity and uncertainty. There are strategies for dealing with fear and pain. There are strategies for building a life rooted in purposeful work. There are strategies for building a home that is happy even when things are hard. But the strategies won't reach into your life. and